0: What kind of nonsense is this? It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men.
1: General to you, or you could call me President 1, not 3 or 2, and you probably heard a lot of silly stories about me, but let me lay it down how raw I really used to be. I got a hemp operation back at the plantation, selling the stickiest shit around the new nation, so come run and find me if you want to get high, cause honestly I got the bombers I cannot tell a lie. Pick it dry, of course I'm gonna try it. bag it up and break it, and then just let them buy it. And if the Brits wanna come and take a piece of the cut, I'll raise a whole fucking army, let them see what's what. King's like, yo, I gotta get paid, I'm like tough titty, cause y'all's a whole ocean away And you can try to send some ships to come and make me pay up, but that's an awful long way just
2: to suck these nuts, you get my fucking message, son, take it, Thomas Jefferson Sell drugs, Sell guns, run, guns, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law, fuck the law. we're founding fathers, we're rush more shit, and we were all highs. balls Declaration of Independence I wrote so high I'm surprised it makes sense but we find these truths to be self-evident. It goes puff, puff pass the next round you get skipped.
1: Abe Lincoln, I know what you're thinking. Greatest president ever, I'll have what he's drinking. <laughs> yeah, well see, that's where you'd be wrong. Because if you want to chill with me, you better go and grab that bomb. Or an apple, or a can, see, you do not understand. Faded 24-7, because that's just the way I am. I can see you're having a little trouble believing me. Then check this letter that I wrote, recorded down in history. hem. two of my favorite things are sitting on my porch. And smoking a pipe of that sweet hemp, of course. That's a quote that I wrote while I was still in office. But enough of that, I am too high, I have to back up office. Where's I think I need to go and ride him home I was supposed to leave about four score and twenty rips ago. You see my hat, I like it, I kinda think it looks like a stove Let's Scratch it, pass it one more time, and let me hit it for the road Sell
2: drugs, guns, run, guns, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law, fuck the law. We're founding fathers, we'll rush more shit And we were all eyes balls And don't let them try and tell you we grew, which is just a rope You can check what we wrote down in our harvest notes We separated seeds that we found more potent In layman's terms, we were into getting bent Smoking out the Continental Congress Everybody's pitches
1: be like all up on us Patrick Henry's in the corner looking pretty well spent Ben Franklin got so high he forgot to be president Your girl just said she never had it hit so good Smoke so many trees that my fucking teeth turn wood And if they make a monument to me when I die It'll be a giant abstract joint up in the sky But you know they're gonna whitewash me Make up some corny shit about me chopping cherry trees It's hard to control a people if they're found a thug So they'll just teach that I was all prayers, puppies, and hugs But that just ain't the way it was We set this whole place up with a hell of a buzz So next time they try and tell you that this stuff is wrong Look at a dollar, light a blunt,
2: fucking sing my song Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law law. We're founding fathers, we are rush more shit And we were all high as balls Declaration of Independence I wrote so high I'm surprised it makes sense But we find these truths to be self-evident It goes puff, puff, pass The next round you get scared we the founders And we found this And we found it
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another brand new episode of Untitled Nonsense. My name is Josh Foner. I'm joined, as always, by my friend Tycho. Tycho, how are you today?
4: Let's talk some shit about some shit today.
3: Uh, I mean, it's better than using dead people, so yeah, that'll work yeah. for this time. I like it.
4: I'm uh, going to keep it. Yeah, you're going to keep that one? It's better than Howdy. And uh, that is, It is
3: better <laughs> than Howdy. I'll give you that. It is better than Howdy. Alright, it, 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 it's been a busy fucking week. It really has. Like, a really busy
4: fucking week. I know, I have played Civilization VI non-stop and have shut off the rest of the world. Huge week for me. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean in the world outside of my apartment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, you've had a busy week on your computer, Uh, yeah.
3: you've had an entire world...
4: Disclaimer for this episode, um, I am being informed about everything we're going to talk about, as you listeners are, because I have not seen outside of my apartment in a week. He went outside to come
3: here, and it was just like when a vampire hits the light.
4: Uh, and I still have some strong anxiety about going home now in the middle of this podcast. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Damn, Russia is at my borders. So
3: let's uh let's start, <laughs> let's start like uh like from the time we ended last week. I think the first thing that happened was the most surprising. Um, Shepard Smith. Ah. The lone distress beacon on the desert island of insanity that is Fox News. Shep Smith. Shep Smith, one of my favorite person. I've loved him for years. Ever since he had that goof, that gaff about J-Lo, years and years, I think it was 2003, 13 years ago at this point, where he was talking about J-Lo and he was talking, it was something about... How he was, she, she was just still a girl, Jenny from the block, and but but I remember this now. <laughs> were more likely to give her a curb job than a a blow job. I mean, uh, I mean, uh... <laughs> and ever since then I've loved him. He was somebody to watch for me, but he's come out of the closet. Yes, um... this is. Uh,
4: when when this news broke, there was a part of me that felt bad for tweeting at him. Hey, I stayed in Florida during the hurricane and didn't die, Shep. What happened? <laughs> but at the same time, I realized he still works at Fox News. So. Yeah, uh,
3: he apparently he is the uh, he is the Anderson Cooper of Fox News. Is that that's Well, that's what he's, we are to he's believe.
4: Never rushed in to go save a boy uh, being hit by rocks in the middle of a riot. As soon as that happens, I'll give him the Anderson Cooper status. That's,
3: that's true. He has rushed in to save a, a rock's glass, though.
4: A rock's glass? <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like Captain America right now. I don't understand this reference. <laughs> Are we just making shit up? Is that what we're doing today? No, he's he's, he's he's a drunk. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, Shep Smith. You know, I gotta say, uh, even when I despised uh, Shepard Smith, He's still a good-looking man. You despised him? Well, he works at Fox News. Just because he works at Fox News doesn't
3: mean he's a bad guy. He is like the only journalist left at that channel.
4: That is true.
3: He calls them out on their bullshit constantly. What about Hannity? What?
4: (laughs) Or Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. True saviors of journalism right here. (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i i I will admit that maybe i don't despise him for any real legit reason i lumped him in with everybody else and never really took the time to learn what his style and approach was
3: yeah he he um if you look into it he especially this election cycle
4: he is he has
3: given zero
4: fucks this election cycle oh maybe i should need to watch that he has been
3: calling them out like crazy like just telling them don't you realize that you guys brought about Trump? To yeah, the GOP and stuff. He has been saying that kind of thing. Don't you realize that by telling people just vote me in, I'll repeal Obamacare, you guys by lying to your people have brought Trump about?
4: He said that. Oh, okay. I'll give him some respect then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um I mean I gotta I gotta give him props for coming out, especially working for Fox News. Yeah, And I really hope that he doesn't get any kind of backlash for it. Well, did
4: you phase. see his statements about um, – who was it that was in charge Roger of – Roger Ailes? Yeah, Ailes, that, that he did not ever feel that Ailes was preventing him from coming out and they had a good professional working relationship. made me assume Ailes already knew.
3: I mean, yeah, he was a white guy though. So, I mean, the, the Ailes, it wasn't about – it was about Ailes being – Ailes – Like sexually harassing Megyn Kelly. Oh, oh,
4: I'm not saying Ailes is a a saint in this.
3: I mean, just just because Roger Ailes didn't say anything to Shep's face,
4: yeah, well that's true too. Doesn't mean
3: that he wasn't calling him a a a, a queer behind his back.
4: Yeah, but he he let him keep the job. Yeah, (laughs) because he Shep is the fucking best. Yeah, and he had a contract. And I guess even if you're a hateful bigot, you, you still recognize when somebody's bringing in money for you. Exactly. If, if ratings are fucking ratings are fucking ratings. Yeah. And now the ratings are gonna go through the roof.
3: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so I mean, good for Shep. That's all. That's what yeah. I gotta say. Congrats good to for Shep.
4: Shep. Yeah. Maybe maybe
3: we'll uh, maybe we'll see him out on the town. That would It would be hilarious to see him in
4: the gay pride parade
3: oh, with man. like like a uh, uh, a loincloth
4: and just like. I mean, that would be real nice. Dancing up
3: <laughs> on like just other half-naked gay guy, it would be hilarious. Uh,
4: I think even though he he's come out, it's not meaning hey, he's I don't gonna think be he's going to real... be flamboyant or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no.
3: He's I think he's going to be one of those log cabin.
4: But it would be great to see him in the parade being grinded on by the men in the loincloth.
3: Oh yeah, and oh, you know yeah. <laughs> he'd be enjoying it. <laughs> Shepherd Smith reporting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't pan the camera downwards. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, that's good news. We'll start out with the good news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: that is that is good news. Um so uh let's see what else we got here. Let's see. We got a whole list. Whole list of shit here to go through. Oh, ah, and it's um, still going to
4: keep building throughout the, this whole conversation. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um Trump traders. You want to talk about Trump traders a little bit? Uh yeah. Yeah. We can we can talk a little about Trump Traders and kind of lead it into.
4: So so you, you mind me explaining, and then you correct me when I'm yeah, wrong. go for it. <laughs> so so Trump Traders is, is uh, a website, right, that allows you to uh, select who you are going to be voting for because we we live in a swing state, mm-hmm. and they will pair you up with two or three voters in a non-swing state.
3: Two voters, yeah. Say. Or if you are in a non-swing state, it will pair you up with... Someone in a swing
4: state. Right, someone in a swing state. And so so for us, voting Gary Johnson, uh, we would agree to vote for Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. in exchange for two votes in a non-swing state to vote for Gary Johnson. Exactly. And really, it's just set up so that we can avoid the catastrophe that is a Trump presidency. Exactly. And uh, yeah, thoughts on that, Josh? It's...
3: I don't know. Like, on the one hand, I on the one hand, America. Like, <laughs> right? Like, this is this is what this is this is what America is all about. Like,
4: trading know, like, votes, I trading like votes. Yeah.
3: yeah. But on the other hand, one, how the fuck do you trust it?
4: That's true. I mean, I could sign up for this. And say, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, you vote two votes for Gary Johnson in and Utah. Oh, Utah swing state?
3: I don't know. Is it I don't North think
4: Dakota? So. Nobody cares about yeah, that state. Nobody gives so a fuck. So two votes in North Dakota for Gary Johnson is sure. I'll go into the the voting booth and vote for Hillary. Sure. For mm-hmm. Or yeah, you don't even know that they're going to vote for Gary Johnson for you. Exactly. So I I, I, don't, I don't. Oh, I, I I meant that. And that's yeah, mm-hmm. if I'm willing to do that, then who's to say they're not? Exactly. It? Yeah. So
3: I don't. I don't. That's the first thing. I don't trust it.
4: I don't trust it, and. To be honest, I would like to see Gary Johnson put a wrench in the cogs of this election cycle.
3: You're a fucking
4: spoiler asshole. <laughs> I would like for him to win enough of the the electoral votes electoral college votes that puts it in a house decision you
3: <laughs> you are what everybody. <laughs>
4: Everybody did not want. It. <laughs> I know. I would love that. It's a it's a it's a Republican controlled House, mm-hmm. and a and a, a a third of them are outright against Trump as president. Mm-hmm. And Trump has been calling this out the entire process, saying they're only Republican by name. Mm-hmm. Now, if it goes to the House, they have to show their cards. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to vote Trump, right? So do they vote Hillary Clinton? <clears throat> so that that. The, the Tea Partiers that put him in, in power can now go, We knew it. We knew you weren't really following what we wanted. Or do they go, Listen, we can't vote for Trump in good consciousness, and we're not going to vote for Hillary. In conscience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a walking fucking dictionary. That's why I use spell checker on, on words. <laughs> One day I will be a writer. <laughs> I, I think I think Gary Johnson getting enough votes to to wobble this election to a House vote yeah. would lead to either a Johnson presidency or a split in the Republican Party, and we would just have to endure Trump for four years.
3: I don't want to. I, I don't want Trump presidency though. Like that's. I, I don't
4: either. I, I think eh. I would want. I, I want. I want. I, I would avoid the Trump presidency at all costs. Yeah, I just want the 5% for Gary Johnson. Yes.
3: Like, I'll do – I want the 5% for Gary Johnson so that we get federal funding next election cycle. And
4: automatic ballot placement. Automatic ballot placement, yes, around the country. Well, it won't be Gary well, – it could be Gary Johnson. He said he's not running next time. Okay, then, then it won't be Gary Johnson, but Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get Penn Jillette to run. Is he... I know he's active politically as far as talking, but is he seeking any kind of position?
3: Not that I know of, but who knows? Yeah,
4: okay. I think he would need to start somewhere in, like, a, a town council or a mayor position or... Donald a, Trump didn't. Donald Trump's not going to win. He almost is. Nah. That's true though. That's true. You you can, it, a lot of the people like the outsider persona right now. Mhm. They they don't they 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 distrust the establishment.
3: Uh-huh. And Gillette is really good at talking. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like his, he's his really big, good at explaining his videos, position.
4: His big think videos are some of my absolute favorites. His videos.
3: big thing to overcome would be his his atheism though.
4: Um yeah, and, and
3: his outspoken atheism
4: in America that sadly can hurt a candidate.
3: Very much so. Uh, to
4: be it honest... It doesn't
3: hurt it with me. Like, I don't... Oh, me I neither. care me less. Neither. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, despite me being a, a, a very devout
4: Christian, it, it it doesn't hurt it at all for me. Yeah, despite me being a, a devout atheist, I I love him. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, of no. course you no, do. But, but that's the same thing. Like, I, I don't really care what religion a president is as long as they're making good decisions that aren't based on their religion. Exactly. Or lack thereof.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, as long as... Yeah. As long as they interpret the Constitution correctly as long as there is freedom of religion and freedom from religion yes then we're fine in separation
4: of church and state
3: yeah exactly exactly and i think frankly there should be a lot more separation of church and state than oh there yeah he is i think that the president i are not the prep but i think that the, the, the government needs to lean on the churches a lot more to be like hey you need to do more charity work with that money that you're that you're not paying in taxes otherwise we're going to start taxing you
4: uh i i kind of subscribe to the if a church uh is is actively trying to persuade its congregation to vote one way or the other that's starting to push it to the boundaries of maybe you shouldn't be tax exempt you're not you really using your power for charity or the needy you're using it for political pull which is not what your church is intended to
3: do i mean yeah i mean look at the the mormon church
4: yeah they they, they're the ones that got uh prop eight years ago to not pass Mm -hmm. and the marijuana bill here yeah what the fuck happened there mormons help uh, here in in florida Uh, well orlando's got one of the the biggest mormon temples do they really yeah I did not know that I've okay. been on the outside of it Have you? Yeah mm. My family's Mormon Are they really? Yes they My are My grandfather is Yeah. 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 And, it, and they love the Book of Mormon by the way <laughs> They love it They love it really And ironically they love it <laughs> Have you ever seen... I, and, and let me clarify that. I mean the musical by Matt and oh, Parker. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Let, me, let me clarify that. I, I do realize that their actual book is yeah. called The Book of Mormon. Uh-huh. That is my uh-huh. bad. <laughs> they love the musical, really? Yes, unironically. That is strange. Yeah. That they, is very strange. She does a, a very honest depiction of Mormonism.
3: Wow. That's it's so strange considering it's satire.
4: Yes. But, but the, they did the satire so well that... In criticizing, it, law. In, in, in criticizing the religion, and they did it even in their episode about mm-hmm. Mormonism. Uh, this is where I give credit to Trey Stone or Trey, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, is that uh, they, they they don't actually make fun of it in any way other than just telling you what it is. Exactly. It's the same already thing with, funny. Same thing with Scientology. Scientology, yeah, another great episode of uh-huh. just well, that's a running gag with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and this season, we we talked about it last time. Yeah, this season's on fire. This I I I fucking swear, like somehow
3: they have been following me and Cartman's storyline is your storyline is, is my life. Somehow, I don't know, but I I mean for a while Kenny Hotz was friends with me on Facebook. So, but,
4: but are, are you not on Twitter anymore?
3: No, I'm still on Twitter. Yeah.
4: are we getting into the realm of spoilers go watch the show if you haven't people come on but anyway um going back to what we were
3: saying about about people influencing elections that shouldn't be um i know we wanted to talk a little bit about citizens united yes we do and um how fucking uh did you read into it at all? Uh
4: yes, with with Michael Moore's. Yeah, and Michael Trump Moore Land. and Trumpland. Did you have you read into Michael Moore and Trumpland at all? Uh I actually am not familiar with what that piece is about.
3: It's it's a one man show that he did, and I started watching it last night. I had to shut it off because the mistress was uh really annoyed with it actually, which surprised the fuck out of me. Um she just found him really annoying. He is an annoying person. Um, he is pretty fucking annoying. I'll give it that. Yeah. But uh, I, I was, I, it was, pre- I, I found it pretty funny. Um, but it's, it's a one man show that he does. It's basically just a. Have you ever seen the the evening with Kevin Smith movies? Yes. S- something like that. Okay. Except without questions.
4: Okay. It's just him it's rambling. just
3: Him on a stage <laughs> rambling. Yeah. Uh, about politics and about like what Trump and Clinton and and conservatives and liberals and that kind of thing. Um now with with Citizens United before the Citizens United ruling that would have been That illegal.
4: movie Michael Moore in Trumpland would have been illegal. Yes. That's uh it's it's a it's a weird comparison to me. Because you think uh, with money money affecting politics, you think big corporations that are trying to find loopholes for their own mm-hmm. power. You think commercials, you think donations, yes. you
3: think fundraisers, you think all these different things. You don't think movies.
4: It's But it's propaganda, is it not? And I don't mean propaganda no. in a bad way. It is still propaganda. Propaganda is just a piece that's trying to get you to change your mind. In a way, I suppose, yeah. And and I I look at it as celebrities that are going out and saying, you know, vote for Hillary. We need to continue the progress in America. Um
3: You know what? You know what else would have been illegal? That Joss Whedon ad.
4: Yes, it absolutely would have been. Which was great, by the way.
3: And the And, I want and Mark the reply Russo. ad would have been illegal as well.
4: I didn't see the reply. That ad. Milo did. Oh. Our, our 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 illustrious friend Milo. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I, I think you know they they have a point in that they're trying to get Hillary elected to continue progress. But here's the thing: Gwyneth Paltrow is a celebrity, and are you going to listen to what she's voting for? She's way out of touch.
3: I'm I don't listen to anything Gwyneth Paltrow says on principle.
4: Yeah, and 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 there's celebrities that are great and well thought people, mm-hmm. um, and sending a great message, but. These people aren't us in America. Right. They don't know what our values are anymore. Maybe some of them still remember. Like the super real Jennifer Lawrence. She's <laughs> so normal, guys. It's so <laughs> awesome. Love Jennifer Lawrence. She's just Lawrence. like
3: you. She hangs out with her friends still. she's still
4: farts she's, and, and we laugh about it. Ah! She has a retarded friend she still keeps in touch with, guys. Oh, man. Mine died. That's sad. <laughs> Sorry, I just it, it reminded me of him. Now he was a good guy. We didn't talk for a couple years. Came back from from college, and I saw him working at Publix, and we had to smoke together. Nice. Then he died of lung cancer. No, he didn't.
3: <laughs> you caused it. You I caused, caused it. it. I, he had the
4: pack of cigarettes before I even got there. <laughs> I bummed one from him, I'll be honest. <laughs> this dude was employed. I was still living off of mom and dad's money at that point.
0: <laughs>
4: he
3: was doing better than you were. He really was. <laughs> if he had a girlfriend. You were single. He did.
4: He had a girlfriend in high school. <laughs> Two of the years. Uh, uh, he's, yeah, he's a good guy. I won't. I won't. I won't give names, but he. Right, he right. Uh, he in, in elementary school. I remember he's the one that stopped bullies from picking on me when I was like <laughs> in first grade, and he came up with his his super strength and just pushed them off the playground, and they never messed with me again. This is all true stories. How did we get on this subject? I'm so sorry.
3: Is is it true what they say about their dicks? Are they bigger? Why. Oh,
4: come on, you one. gotta know I actually don't know that one you don't? oh wow yeah. he didn't make you <laughs> I was not forced into anything Josh That's <laughs> only you that do this me. <laughs> the citizens united <laughs> why am I the one that has to circle back here it's always me I'm the bad guy here <laughs> I forgot what I was even saying. <laughs>
3: oh fuck! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that was that I,
4: was a good tangent.
3: Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, um, celebrities—they're—they're—they're they're, they're just as
4: out they're out of touch. touch. Yeah, yeah. And so and,
3: um, so so yeah, the citizens united. A lot of people, they're like, "Oh, we need to overturn Citizens United," but they don't understand the what, nuances.
4: Yeah. I, I, I think um, you know Michael Moore shouldn't have to reveal who's funding this project. I agree. But if I, I think the the political parties, if they are funding it, they need to reveal that they funded it.
3: Well, yeah, absolutely, but that's a different story. It is because that's that's. If if a political party is using funds, that falls under the Federal Election Commission.
4: Well, sorry, I shouldn't even say political party. I mean, if Hillary Clinton is personally financing Michael Moore's uh, show, she should have to reveal it.
3: Well, doesn't that fall under...
4: You couldn't ask... Oh, I'm not sure... Exactly, but you you wouldn't be able to go up to Michael Moore and ask him who paid for this, right? But you could go up to Hillary and ask, "Did you pay for this?" Right, exactly, and I think that's fair, absolutely. And that is absolutely fair. So I think I think it's fine the way it is.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Citizens United is a good thing.
4: Oh yeah, and even even a company if they they're you know putting on a fundraiser, well that's different. Fundra- that is
3: extremely different. And I um, think-
4: but it, okay, so if a company puts out an ad, pays for an ad. Mm-hmm then they shouldn't necessarily have to reveal who's funding that, although I suppose they are.
3: No, I think that they should have to reveal who funds it. I think that – and and here's, here's where – this is Gary Johnson's position. There should be more transparency with that. Okay. If it's direct political advocacy and not like a film, not art. Yeah. Because film like – for instance, in the, in the, in the, another example used in an article that I read was Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, came out I saw that during the, the 2012 campaign. Mm-hmm. That could be said as, as the same thing. That was um, very much propaganda.
4: Yeah, and, good propaganda. Huh? Good propaganda and sniper. Ameri- American, Amer- sniper. American sniper. Sorry. Yeah,
3: American sniper. Yeah, that could be said. Yeah.
4: I mean, that was very much regaled as propaganda at the time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Still, probably so much today. Yeah, absolutely,
3: absolutely. But I, I think if it's, I think if it's art, it, it, it gets a pass. It gets a pass. But I think if it is, if it is political, I think if it is, if it's something like Hillary's America. Yeah. Um, a documentary. Okay.
4: Something like that. Then who's funding that much?
3: That needs to be transparent. Yes. All right. I think if it's if it's not a piece of art, if it's not because because art is is a completely different story. Art is what you can get away with. Uh huh. Andy Warhol. Exactly. Exactly. So I I think that's I think, and I think a lot of people don't under I think a lot of the people who are protesting Citizens United and want it overturned just see big corporations
4: yeah and and think about snl skits too what about them they're political in a sense that's
3: that's very true yeah i didn't even think about that the snl debate sketches probably couldn't happen yeah probably could not happen that is
4: very true because they say they might might get away with
3: hillary the election
4: yeah they 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 might uh get away with satire law though. Maybe. Yeah.
3: But we, but it's, it's, it's a law. very gray area. Yeah, it is. So that, 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 that's why Citizens United, and that's why the Supreme Court just struck down the whole thing. They didn't want to have to, they didn't want to have to pick and choose every, 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 every little battle. Yeah. Every little battle. They just blanket statemented the whole thing. It's all, it's all okay. Yeah. And that's why it's such a nuanced issue. And that's why overturning Citizens United would be a problem. It would be. It would be a huge problem. But, I mean,
4: those, those debate skits are the only thing I watch on SNL for. Now. Me too.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, they're fantastic. Oh, oh, they're the best thing to come out of... Oh, Black Jeopardy. Black Jeopardy. <laughs> Tom Hanks was a revelation this past week on it was, SNL. It was great. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Kind of reminded me of some family members, yeah
4: <laughs> good old Doug old um, Doug i don't I don't talk to those family members, uh, not because of that, not because they're like Doug just get nothing else in common with them. I only talk to family members that want to talk about Marvel movies and Star Wars and politics. <laughs>
3: So, kind of bridging the gap between entertainment and politics, um, good old Amy Schumer. Amy
4: Schumer. Amy. She just needs to talk about her vagina, man.
3: <laughs> she she really does need to stick to what she's good at. <laughs> uh, good at, I say. Um. She was in Tampa, and uh, about 200 people walked out of her concert. Because she uh, made remarks about Trump, and I mean, here's the thing:
4: you got to know your audience. You're coming you to your Florida. Uh, I would say yes, you got to know your audience, but the audience also has to know what they're walking into. That t- it's 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 both parties on this one. I'll agree sides. with that. I'll agree with that. I'm just. She she can make whatever joke she wants. Because guess what? Of course, of course, I'm not saying that. No, no, because they already they already paid her. Yeah, she's got their money. She, they could walk out if they want she could, she could go on her whole bit could just be about how much she hates Trump and watch the entire audience leave because it was a bad show and that's bad press then for
3: her. again depending upon how let me speak to your manager those people are yeah they might have gotten refunds
4: also I guess on that sense if you know what you're walking into you walked into an Amy Schumer show expecting her to talk about her vagina and farts
3: yeah that's uh, her, her talk about her getting laid and she started talking about donald trump
4: yeah so i guess uh this kind of does come down to she needs to know her audience. now don't get me wrong i mean
3: amy schumer can talk about whatever the fuck she wants to talk yeah, she about. she has
4: every right to do so this is i mean but... this is more just this isn't a there should be a law that says she she should only talk about her vagina it, but good advice if you're if you're doing stand-up comedy know your audience Did I ever tell you about my stand-up comedy? No! So, I did an open mic night. Oh, did you? And I did it out here in Florida, uh, at Vapor in West Melbourne. Oh, yeah? Primarily white audience. Uh Uh-huh. And I had a whole joke about stereotypes. You had a whole joke about stereotypes? I had a, a, like, a bit. A whole whole bit, yeah. Asians are good at math and building robots. Ah, yeah, you know? And and women are bad drivers. The funny stuff. And then I went into this whole bit about how I feel like black men get a bad rap on being uh, cowardly and paranormal situations. And I said, that's, that's bullshit. What the black man has is they have a, a will to survive. They have a survival instinct that kicks in. So uh, I started talking about King Kong when, when the black captain leads them in and they hear a roar in the cave and he looks at the little scrawny white kid and he goes,
2: Billy, if
4: anything happens to me, just run. I said, that's not how it's going to fucking happen. What's going to happen is you go, Billy, go check that shit out. Any happens to you, your ass is on your own. I'm out of here. And I had the whole white audience go completely silent. One black dude in the back just goes, <laughs> yeah. And everybody else goes, all right, we can laugh. We can laugh now. <laughs> know your audience. He got
3: permission. He got permission. They all looked at him. Are we allowed to? And he said, yeah. <laughs>
4: That was a fun time. Uh, I made a don't ask, don't tell, repeal joke while in the military.
3: Really? Yeah. How'd that go over?
4: Surprisingly well, actually. Really? Because I was at a, 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 I was in a field at the time which had a lot of gay members. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what was going on with this career field, but it just attracted a lot of gays and lesbians to it. And so we all knew they I'll were I'll tell you what it is. We all it knew. was the
3: intelligence portion. Everybody wants to know everybody else's gossip. Yeah,
4: I guess that is it. <laughs> what's in your email? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: honey, sit down. Let me tell you what's going on now. Huh. But
4: I, I, I can only speak on, on behalf of the Air Force, and, and nobody gave a shit if you were gay or not. <laughs> while i was there, they just assumed you're all gay yeah yeah <laughs> the marines they might have a different story they're, they're a brotherhood they'll stand up whether you're gay or not mm-hmm. and then they look at us everyone like you're all gay anyways do mm-hmm. you care just
3: go back to your wheelie chair <laughs> chair force huh
4: <laughs> i can make those jokes i'm not allowed to <laughs> that's like me making fat jokes josh you do anyway yeah, i know <laughs>
3: So so yeah, I mean it with Amy Schumer, like it's it's a it's a, it's a strange thing because I I love stand up comedy. Yes. I'm a huge proponent of stand up comedy and I don't I, I don't wanna be the guy to say that a comedian shouldn't make well. certain jokes.
4: I don't think you're saying it on a moral ground. No, not at all. And that's where it's okay. We're not saying she shouldn't make jokes because we're offended by it. We're saying just, on, you know, looking out for her. Maybe you don't need to make these jokes if you want to keep 200 people in the audience.
3: And and if you don't care about it, you don't care about it. Yeah, and... and Something tells
4: me if you lose 200
3: people in an audience, you're going to care about it when you get off the stage. Yeah. Because comedians by and large whether or not they play it well comedians are very sensitive creatures
4: oh absolutely if you overly bomb,
3: sensitive
4: if you bomb while on stage it is the most terrifying thing to have a silent audience
3: comedian and you'll, you'll go home and
4: cry yourself to sleep oh I that's why I got really drunk to you mind. <laughs>
3: To me- that and 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 I can't even imagine comedians that stop drinking and stop doing drugs. What they do when they bomb? Right? Like that? I that that must be why comedians kill themselves so often. I think it just got
4: really dark. <laughs> I don't think you get, you guys can't see, but the look I just got from him after that statement it haunts me. That's <laughs> why they kill themselves. <laughs> Go do more stand-up, Tycho.
3: <laughs> I think there's an open night, mic night tomorrow. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> um, so uh, we we got an announcement about Jessica Jones season two. Season two, about fucking time, right? I've been waiting, because season one was amazing. I don't give a fuck what the the rabble says. Season one of Jessica Jones was probably the best noir we have gotten in a
4: long, long time. It is, I mean, it is not much competition. Not saying that the competition is bad, it's just not, uh, it's quantity. There's not a lot of Marvel shows, but so far... Jessica Jones season one is the best Marvel show. Agreed, hands down. Hands down, best one they've had.
3: And and the and Uh Kilgrave is the best villain.
4: I that's I mean the writers did a great job. The directors definitely captured what we wanted out of Mm Kilgrave. David Tennant is just performance, just a phenomenal acting. I love him. Watch his Hamlet sometime. Uh, his Hamlet's my favorite Hamlet. Okay, good. We, with, yeah. with Patrick Stewart? Yes. Oh,
3: yes. my favorite Hamlet. Yes. Just my favorite. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the season two announcement came out, and um, MRAs and and men in this everywhere are, are having a fucking hemorrhage. Yeah. Here we go. The SJW shock jock is going to make an appearance here and a little bit later in the episode <laughs> because uh, – they have announced that uh, season two is going to have all female directors. Yeah, and the internet is having a collective
4: now. Cow. Now we're 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 meninist. Uh, were were they watching Jessica Jones to begin with? It's um, a female led show. You know, a lot of them. I, it was funny. I went on uh, I went on
3: Kotaku in action on Reddit. Yeah. Um. The uh, the the GamerGate hub, which I I am subscribed to. Um, because I, I've been following the, uh, the the GamerGate story from the beginning. Hey, know your enemies. Um, it's not about enemies. I actually, for I actually, at the beginning of the GamerGate story, I was following it because it was. I, I, I agreed with it. And uh, yeah,
4: I'll, I'll be honest. I was really out of the loop on that one yeah. for a while. I know a gist of what happened.
3: So, uh, and then it got, and then it got taken over by a bunch of fucking trolls and assholes and yep. whatever. Um, but so they posted the story, and the general consensus was just like, "Well, this show sucks anyway, so whatever." Fucking <clears throat> yeah. So these assholes weren't watching it anyway.
4: We're not losing viewers
3: on this. Yeah. So. The point that the 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 rabble is is all like, oh, well, they're they're cutting half their they're cutting their talent pool in half. Blah 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 blah. Here's the thing.
4: Admittedly, that is kind of what I was saying to you earlier today, but I think you've changed your mind on that. Yeah.
3: Here's the thing. They're not going to be comparing the women directors that they're going to be hiring against male directors. They're just picking from a pool for the Mm -hmm. best women directors. The best female directors they can get. Yeah. So it's not going to be, well, we could get this guy who's better or this woman. It's here are the best female directors. Let's get the best ones that we can get for the show. They're only doing 13 episodes. Yeah. They're only – they're probably not even going to hire 13 directors. I was going to say
4: that's all 13 female directors in Hollywood right now. (laughs) I mean... I'm sorry. That's, that's all 12, and one of them gets to do two episodes.
3: <laughs> I mean, I would love to see Jodie Foster direct an episode. She's directed um, a few episodes of Orange is the New, New Black. Okay. Um, Angela Bassett just directed the last episode Of uh, American Horror Story The big twist episode from this season I would love to see her direct an episode
4: Can we get Catherine Bigelow to to direct something?
3: Catherine Bigelow would be fantastic But I don't know if they afford her No
4: She's she's, she's in a completely different status than Marvel Netflix TV episode (laughs) I think we could tap her to direct a Marvel movie At some point That would be great
3: but yeah, I mean there's so many great female directors.
4: Oh man. That you
3: don't even need to compare them to the male directors. I
4: know, Joss Whedon is one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what she looks like. I just wa- I just read her t- I read her Twitter and she's phenomenal. <laughs> Joke. I love Joss Whedon. I bit. would love to see uh, Mo Marissa
3: Tanchrowen.
4: Uh, I'm not familiar with her. It's the
3: fucking Jed's wife, Jed oh. Whedon's wife. Okay. <laughs> Writer on Agents of Shield. Uh, producer of 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 Dollhouse.
4: Uh, I didn't I didn't watch Dollhouse. But I know, I know. But I just didn't want my heart to be broken when it got canceled after the first season. It didn't get canceled after the first season. Well, I know that now, but at the time, <laughs> well, now you're going to have to sit down
3: and watch all 26 episodes. So there's two seasons. Yes. All right. And there's a complete story.
4: Oh, okay. They did get a They a chance they to conclude they,
3: they knew that the after when they got their second season, they knew that that was going to be it, so they made their second they made the complete story. All
4: right. We just need a second season of Firefly now. <laughs> Joking, we're good.
3: <laughs> I have watched Dollhouse all the way through eight times.
4: I'll, I'll give it a shot then.
3: <laughs> it takes about, honestly, and and here's the thing. You, you watched Doctor Who for me. I did. I watched two and a half fucking seasons of yeah, Doctor Who. I can
4: watch Dollhouse for you. Jeez, fuck that garbage. Ugh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I love the show still.
3: <laughs> so, anyway, um, and, and the, 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 the big thing about the all female directors is, oh, it's sexist, it's sexist. What is the, what is the, what is the saying? Uh, equality feels like oppression to, uh, what, equality?
4: I don't know the exact quote. It's,
3: um, it's, it's equality feel uh when you're accustomed to privilege equality feels like oppression.
4: I like that quote. Yeah. So um I I mean I don't give a shit how many seasons of TV shows throughout entertainment history have been directed by all men. Exactly. What what the fuck does it matter? If it turns exactly. out to be a good season, it's a good season. If it turns out to be a bad one, we'll blame it on being an all-woman director.
3: Exactly. <laughs> if it turns out to be bad, we get another Ghostbusters. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. So like if it's a mistake, it's a mistake. At least give it a shot exactly and And the thing of it is, it's still gonna be the same showrunner. It's still gonna be the same writers
4: it's the writers for me i think I think directing is important. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but a good director and a good cast can only take a bad script so far exactly. A good script can transcend. Bad directors and bad actors.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's still going to be the same director of photography as well, and it was shot
4: beautiful. Exactly. So it's. I think we're still in good hands. Yeah, I, I, I don't have an issue with this. So I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Are we Are we going to finally get to see her and Luke Cage back together now? I fucking hope so. And Night Nurse better step the fuck off, Uh bitch. <laughs> that is Jessica Jones' man. No, no. Ugh. She, well, she's she's gonna go off and be in Iron Fist and probably screw him too. <laughs> Come back in season two with Jessica Jones and be like, you know what? I've always wanted to dabble in being a lesbian and then sleep with Jessica Jones. That I'd I'd like to see. I would watch it.
3: That that I would I would like a Christian Ritter Rosario Dawson love uh, scene.
4: I mean, well hey, that I think I think this joke is going along the lines of calling Black Widow a whore, so maybe I shouldn't make these jokes I'll piss off the feminist. Yeah. But she should we Claire, can wish. Claire Claire's definitely a whore in this show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. If she sleeps with Danny Rand, I'm labeling <laughs> her a whore. She's a
3: strong independent woman who don't need one man, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Listen, I'm a man and if I slept with Danny Rand and Luke Cage and Daredevil, I would be gay. And a whore. <laughs> you just you just don't have the opportunity, you would. Oh god, I would. <laughs> especially Danny Rand. <laughs> and it's just a good looking guy. <laughs> Uh, So,
3: speaking of good-looking guys, yes. according to People Magazine. Donald Trump. Oh, that, no. Gary Johnson.
4: Gary Johnson. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, another one. Oh, we're not talking about my
3: fantasy thing. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds has saved Deadpool 2. Yes. Um, Tim Miller, the director of the first Deadpool movie, has dropped out of Deadpool 2. Um, reportedly over creative differences with Ryan Reynolds.
4: The first speculation was about the makeup. Right. Miller, a lot of people speculated Miller wanted Reynolds to be in, look like Ryan Reynolds, the pretty right. boy face, and Ryan Reynolds to keep it true. And I thought, this is a small issue, but it's big enough that that would make sense. But what actually came out... Right,
3: yeah, the update that huge. came out, huge thing here... The update that came out is that uh, Tim Miller wanted more of a stylized sequel. Superhero movie. Which means he wanted to turn it into a superhero movie. And Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep it the raunchy, fourth-wall-breaking movie that the original was. So Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep
2: Deadpool Deadpool.
3: Exactly. And Ryan Reynolds did not approve of the casting of Kyle Chandler of C- as Cable.
4: And the studio backed him on that because he had to. Because, well, after Deadpool made it
3: so huge, Ryan Reynolds renegotiated his contract to get final
4: casting approval. Well, I'm sure, like, they have to uphold their end of the contract, but at the same time, who's to say that the studio wasn't, like, you know ryan has got a better point here. Yeah, that's a, that's true. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Kyle Chandler is no
3: fucking Cable. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I mean, maybe he's Cable after sitting at home drinking beers, watching football for like 60, 16
4: years. Like, I would rather see Hulk fucking Hogan be Cable <laughs> than Kyle Chandler.
3: Listen here, Deadpool brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> I hope you're not hanging out with any of those basketball-type people.
4: <laughs> no, I, I. Deadpool and Cable is such an iconic run. Yeah,
3: you can't fuck it up.
4: You can't. Please don't. And, I, and, and so many people have all faith in the world that Fox will fuck this up eventually. Mm-hmm. Because Fox does this shit. Over and over and over again. But if Fox renegotiated the contract to let Ryan Reynolds have as much creative control as it seems he does, then it looks like Ryan Reynolds, the one person who could probably stand up to the studio, uh, Deadpool's in good hands.
3: Well, that's the thing. Ryan Reynolds is the one who got Deadpool made in the first place after, like, 11 years.
4: Well, there there is um, rumor that it, it might have been Miller that leaked that test footage. We've never fully confirmed but who it was. That, that's the thing, though. But regardless. Ryan yeah.
3: Reynolds was what ha- has been had been fighting for it for 11 years. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is the one who knows Deadpool.
4: Did you ever see his his quote on how he learned about Deadpool? No. He There was a line in the Deadpool when somebody asked him uh, in the Deadpool comic. Somebody asked Deadpool, like, what do you look like under that mask? He said, I look like Ryan Reynolds fucked a Sharpe. <laughs> and somebody brought it to him and was like, dude, you got mentioned in this comic book. And he read it and thought it was one of the greatest comic books he's ever read. Perfect. Became a Deadpool fan and then decided, I am Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It yeah. pretty much is. So. so makes me wonder how he got the role in Wolverine Origins. Did he – was he already petitioning to be Deadpool and they were like, well, fuck it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty – because Deadpool was already like a script
3: at that point and they were already like trying to make that movie and I think they just threw him in in that story. I love that
4: Deadpool movie. Just shit on that canon. Completely.
3: Completely. It was fantastic. They
4: lampshaded it too and it was great. uh Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. So I um so I'm very much looking forward to that. I think that it's in good hands with Ryan Reynolds. I would love to see Ryan Reynolds direct it.
4: Yeah, that that could be interesting. So and
3: we I mean we could now that Tim Miller has bowed out. I mean potentially we could see Ryan Reynolds direct step up to direct it.
4: We'll see how it plays out. I don't know. Yeah. Has he directed anything before? I don't
3: think so. I could be wrong.
4: Some some actors just don't have the. Uh, desire to to move into directing Mm. maybe he's one of them that that he'll just take up this project on his own and it could be good but some of them just never wanted to learn in the first place you get some actors that are on set and they sit with the director in the back of a a truck looking over editing tools Mm -hmm. and like why'd you choose this why'd you do that I don't know. Well, he is a producer on it. He's been. He was a producer on the first one as well. So. Well, that's what I want to be as a producer or publisher. I have good ideas, and I make other people do the work for it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I, so I think this is more good news. Mm-hmm. We're on a good news train. We are even more. We got. We got more. We got more. Can Can we talk about the really good news with Quint Seven? Well. Oh, we'll get to that.
3: We'll get to that. We get. We'll get to that. But that's
4: foreshadowing, folks.
3: That is for. That's that's what. Yeah, I mean, look at you being a writer.
4: Four chance shadowing. Oh. Oh! Um. No. TM. Trademark.
3: (laughs) Um. The other good news in entertainment news is the Star Wars announcement.
4: Yes. Yes. I just had a little bit of an orgasm over that. <laughs> can, I, can I make this my coin turn? Go, go ahead. This is Tycho's nerdgasm of the week. <laughs> Donald Glover has been cast as young Lando Calarizzi. Yes. It is the perfect casting it choice. It really is. It's, it's Robert Downey Jr., when cast as Iron Man, was kind of not a shock or a surprise, but it was like, uh, oh, wow, yeah, no, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect casting choice. Donald Glover, for a long time now, People are like cast this man as Lando. It's the only choice that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. it's just it's the, the everybody creamed over this.
3: Uh huh. And it, it's it feels so right. It, it does. Just, it's so
4: perfect. Did you see his high school yearbook? Photo? Yes,
3: he wore a Star Wars wore a Star picture Star in high Wars school shot, yearbook. And his picture.
4: smile was one day. Uh-huh. One day, motherfuckers. <laughs> he knew that
3: is the that was the smile of a man but, who knew but his just, future.
4: You know, I, I remember watching Derek Comedy's bro-rape back in college. Mm-hmm. Let me preface by saying back in college, I'm old, that was ten fucking years ago. <laughs> and I and I loved it. I, I watched all their comedy sketches, thought he was great. Found mm-hmm. out he was a writer on 30 Rock, fantastic show, did wonderful. Derek Comedy was was
3: really great. I loved oh, their movie. Derek
4: that. Comedy, then, then to writing staff on, on 30 Rock, then mm-hmm. in Community, I mean troy is just a great character mm-hmm. and and to see from there from that point on him skyrocket to the status that he's getting he's in star wars as young lando calarizzi an iconic character he's mm-hmm. going to be in spider-man homecoming spider-man
3: homecoming which we've yet to find out who he's we playing. still
4: don't know who he's playing he he's got atlanta on. are FX. you watching atlanta I, i'm not yet it's I, so Fucking good. I will probably wait till the end and binge watch. Okay. It's it. You got me into Westworld Mm -hmm. way earlier than I should have because now (laughs) I am. I feel empty (laughs) when I go to bed on Sunday because I'm like that's. That's all. I only get one <laughs> hour of this a week. <laughs> so yeah, Childish Gambino. Um, yeah, he hasn't really mm-hmm. been blowing up the charts with that one, but he's not been, recently. But... Not recently, but he's been putting out good music while mm-hmm. he was doing it. it. I don't know if it took off the way he wanted it to, though. I mean, it just because just because he hasn't sold a lot doesn't mean that it's not like. And and I don't. Uh, yeah, he he has a mm. good enough following. Mm-hmm. it just wasn't making the mainstream circuits like i thought it would i think
3: i think the thing of it is though he he sells out venues wherever yeah. he goes oh and and, and that's
4: and, and when when he was first starting out as Charles Gambino clearly i already knew what was going on with that um and my cousin who uh she's a, she, she was a typical 19 year old girl mm-hmm. that you know did not have the same interest that my nerdy self had Right. And she was telling me about Charles Gambino. He's so good. He's like such a great rapper. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I love Donald Glover. like, who's Donald Glover? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That guy. (laughs) Yeah.
3: No, I mean the, the, it might not have charted, but like it, it's it was known. It it's was known, known and yeah. like
4: he sold, he sells out venues wherever he goes. Oh yeah. So that's something. That, no, it's absolutely success. I, I I didn't mean to undermine the mm-hmm. success.
3: Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I he's great. Yeah. Uh huh. Just just phenomenal. I, I I mean, I think I just want to be his friend. Yes. I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. Like, I want to smoke weed with him. Oh god. I just want to get blazed with him and still can't do that.
4: Well one more week. One more week and well, then I can go visit my friends in Colorado. Yeah, I just want to get blazed
3: with him and that'll uh that would be so cool.
4: But yeah, um did you watch the uh the newest episode of Walking Dead? No. That's that's all you. I stopped watching after season one.
3: I stopped watching it as well after season episode three of season two, but I Watched the episode from last night. I watched the se- episode one of season seven because of the fucking cliffhanger from last season. And when it happened, I was on the I was on another show. I was uh, the co-host of a of a different show. Oh, okay. And we placed bets as to who would <laughs> die. So you had to watch. It. I had to f- fucking get some kind of pay off of that.
4: And, um. Now, this was not revealed in any leaks or contract negotiate. A lot of times you see that in TV.
3: Somehow shows. they didn't reveal it. Good for them. I know. I don't know how they pulled it off.
4: Yeah, it's. It, it's, it's rare. I mean, fuck. We were getting Jon Snow. On set of filming a Game of Thrones before this last season, mm-hmm. it was already known he was coming back. Oh, could be memories bullshit. Like I'm, I'm impressed mm-hmm. that they didn't have any leak. Cause mm-hmm. you know they filmed more episodes of this already. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You give your opinion of it though. That it, it that's all you. It <laughs> still sucks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Like this. Uh, it took them almost 20 minutes to reveal who died.
4: They wanted you to watch at least twenty minutes of it.
3: It took them almost twenty fucking minutes to reveal one of the two people who died.
4: Oh, two people died. Two people died. Yeah. Spoilers. Just go for it. Nobody gives a
3: shit. Glenn and and the the the, the redheaded guy. The I, I think what's his name? A- Abraham. I want to say.
4: I, all I know is John Bernthal's character. He's my favorite, and I hope he lives to the end of the show. <laughs> they killed Daryl. We riot. That's not John Bernthal. I know that. Yeah, Abraham
3: just, Walking Dead. Yeah, he's he's dead. He got his brains bashed in. Yeah, that was the guy who and who died at the end of last season. That was this. That was the cliffhanger. Right oh, okay. There. And then Daryl made it so that Glenn got killed.
4: And what I. I don't know if I love it or hate it, but the fan base of the show with the whole, if Daryl dies, we riot. Daryl's not even in the goddamn fucking comic book. Nope. Like, cool. He's probably a great character. I like, I, I like, um, he's right. Norman Reedus. That's the name, right? Norman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Norman Reedus, but, but he, uh, if he dies, it's inconsequential to keeping true to the story. Although I'm pretty sure they've diverged far from the comics by this point. Yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah, quite a bit. I I've, I've not actually watched the show. Yeah,
3: they've diverged quite a bit. Um Carl's like almost 18 now.
4: Yeah, oh, well. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem with casting child actors. Mhm. Lost um, when uh the young boy had to be shipped back. <laughs> Walt cuz Walt was getting too old. <laughs> <laughs> coming back and he's got two kids and a college degree. Like
2: <laughs> I
3: mastered in island studies while y'all were
4: gone. <laughs> That's how I made my way back. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. So so Yeah. Walking Dead still sucks. Walking Dead still sucks. Yep. Um cool. Still won't watch it then.
3: And uh one last uh one last bit of uh bit of um entertainment news i guess you could say before we move on to the uh the other sjw shock jock thing oh yes um anthony cumia has added a new show to his network he's uh he's decided to uh to build a station for the coon train
4: yeah i still feel uncomfortable saying that (laughs) (laughs) good you don't have to i will yeah that's all you (laughs)
3: Um this guy who he's got doing this show called Safe Space. It is oh my gosh, it is just horrible. Um let's see, what's the guy's name? It's uh Talib Starks. And he's the just to give you an idea, he's the author of a book called uh The Uncivil War Blacks vs. Niggers.
4: At first, I thought it would be a really funny satirical book, nope. and then we we looked it up. <laughs> nope,
3: not satirical at all. It's quite serious. Yeah, he's uh he's he's got quite black guilt, quite the black guilt about him. He's uh he's he's quite the uh,
4: quite the Uncle Tom. This is why this is why. Uh, well, I don't like that term, but <laughs> what <laughs> Uncle Tom? You don't like it? Not particularly. But but that's just me. Uh, anyways, I I still I still subscribe to. I I want to see you debate him. I want to see a white person who who stands with the Black Lives Matter movement uh, debate a black person who is against it.
3: Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. It'd be fantastic. That would,
4: that would be entertaining.
3: And I I I love that he's he's calling his show Safe Space. Safe Space, yeah. It's it's
4: cute. he's mocking of course of course but still like that I don't but it is it is gonna be his safe space it is we you know you've changed my mind on this (laughs) because I have my my movie theaters on the midnight showing of MCU movies as my safe space
3: there you go at least until somebody breaks in with a gun that was never an MCU movie I know
4: don't put that fear in me it's not going to happen of course After it was, it was after the James Holmes shot of the Batman movie I saw Batman opening day So it was the day after And I definitely paid attention Anybody walking into that theater <laughs> Of course you did And if Joker took it out in Colorado What were they going to do in Mississippi <laughs> We would have gotten like Redneck Riddler
3: Redneck Riddler <laughs> Riddle me this Batman <laughs> Riddle me <this>, man <laughs>
0: Two pigs walk into a bar! <laughs> One of them's my wife! <laughs> Get her done! I
4: think we need to write a new Batman script. Wow.
3: So, yeah, um to hear a lot of uh, all white people ain't bad and is our own worst enemy on the... Uh,
4: black on black crimes. Black on black crimes. Why do I say that with a country accent?
3: I don't know. On the uh, on compound media it's coming soon. Thursdays from 1 to 2. he's uh, so you're going to promote it power. for them?
4: Yeah, why not? Eh,
3: that'll dox me. Whatever. 2000 Bounty. Two thousand dollar bounty, yeah. Anthony put up a two thousand dollar bounty on my docs. You didn't know that for that for today, did you? No, and now I gotta go send them your
4: address. by the way, <laughs> I will I will publicly tell them right now. Stop censoring me, Josh. Stop muting my microphone, damn it. Alright, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: so I saw I saw the vi- I saw a video this week. Um, these guys, uh, these guys, this this channel louder with Crowder. Louder with Crowder. I, I don't I don't know. I hadn't really heard of them before. No. Um, and they did this video, the top five triggering movies that couldn't be made today. Stop. That's my trigger word. <laughs> triggering. Triggering. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna trigger her so hard. <laughs>
3: trigger me, baby.
4: Trigger me. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, so this this YouTube video.
3: Yeah, this this fucking YouTube video. It,
4: Fantastic. It, <laughs> yeah, I showed it well, to you a little earlier. Well done. Very informative yeah. and uh, completely full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um.
3: So so they they taught, they went down the top five movies that they believed. Wouldn't be able to be made today. Yes, and um, they were number five was not without my daughter, uh, a movie in in, in the nineties starring Sally Fields and Alfred Molina about um uh, abusive um Islamic um uh, an abusive Islamic husband um, during a pilgrimage to Mecca. Yeah, who and takes the daughter right and won't allow the the wife to leave with the daughter. And here's the thing. It would be allowed to be made now. Yeah. I mean there wouldn't be anybody stop I mean there there would be people saying things but there wouldn't be anybody saying you can't make you it. cannot make this. At least anybody important. So. Right. I mean there would be opposition to it. Twitter. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. All, Tumblr.
4: All. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, that's my other trigger word right there, Tumblr. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but to say you couldn't make this movie is just horseshit. Number four was Dirty Harry because of how misogynist it was. The, and those movies are never made. Because he hit women. Let's see. I seem to remember just this year, X Men Apocalypse had a big deal because there was a fucking billboard with Apocalypse holding mystique up by the fucking neck
4: yeah and that happened in the movie which clearly was was a sign that was trying to promote abusive misogyny rather than their key star jennifer lawrence right because that's that's what that billboard really was Uh
3: uh-huh and and the the rogue cop the rogue misogynist cop never fucking happens anymore nope that's not a real character that's no, that's not a trope or anything never fucking happens
4: although i think the rogue misogynistic cop has more or less evolved into a villain trope if anything yeah absolutely but, but it yeah still we happens. can still make a, a character based around it sure um Three was Animal House. Three
3: Animal House because
4: we never get
3: frat movies anymore. Clearly never. Seth
4: Rogen and James Franco are out of a job.
3: Yeah, we don't get we don't get bro comedies anymore. Ever, 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 never, ever. We don't get we don't get uh, we don't get rape jokes. We don't get drunk jokes. Nothing of the kind. No. Never ever. Never ever. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, Van Wilder. And sorry, all its subsequent
4: sequels that went straight to TV.
3: Sorry, American Pie and all the
4: direct-to-video sequels. Yeah. You're, you're out of luck. You didn't get made. Yeah. And you'll stop getting made now. Well, actually, yep. that would be a good thing if they stopped getting <laughs>
3: made. <laughs> Number two, Blazing Saddles.
4: This one I had argued that, yeah, it would never get made again. Uh, Except. Josh, Josh proved me wrong, but, however, I do want to say that a Blazing Saddles will never be made again because nothing will be as good as Blazing Saddles. That I can agree with you on.
3: That I can agree with. Nothing will ever compare to the amazing magnitude of Blazing Saddles. But have you seen Sausage Party? Yes. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> All you need to do is look at Sausage Party and see that movies are still being made just for the sake Now, even Blazing Saddles wasn't made just for the sake of being offensive.
4: No, it wasn't made just to be offensive, but it was intended to be satirically offensive. Yes, absolutely. But Sausage Party was made just just to be. be
3: offensive.
4: I still love when they made This is the End and they wanted to keep in the the demon rape scene down oh, yeah. the Hill. So they decided that they were going to throw in the hugest devil donkey dick ever. <laughs> and the studio was like, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, This is the End is hilarious. I and do and that's, I
4: it. think, when Seth Rogen realized that he can make anything he wants to fucking make and the studio is just going to say yes to him. <laughs> and that is how we got started. As long as butter. he can make them laugh. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I don't think he needs to make them laugh, he just needs to make them money. That's true, yeah,
3: that's true. As long as he can turn a profit, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, number one, Mrs. Doubtfire, which...
4: (sighs) That one upsets me, Considering
3: that we just had the Rocky Horror Picture Show remake on television... Well,
4: are we actually going to talk about that? I watched it. I didn't. It was on network TV, it was never going to hold up to the original. If I'm, Netflix or HBO were to say, "Yeah, we're going to remake Rocky Horror," I would have been all about it.
3: I mean, my boy
4: Reeve knocked it out of the park as Riffraff. I can believe that. How did Adam Lambert do? By the way, I kind of actually Adam Lambert did not do bad. I I expected him to be well oh, good in it, but he also has a role that I I mean, he put on a bunch of weight for the role. Oh, just for this? I, I don't thing? know.
3: I don't know if it was just for this or what, but he like. He had, like, a bunch... He had, like, the jowls and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, it was like, whoa, oh, did he do the meatloaf? What
4: the fuck? N- yeah, I was gonna say, not to, to say meatloaf didn't do an amazing job in the mm-hmm. original, but it's a role that the studio couldn't fuck up. Right. And I think Adam Lambert would... It was a great choice in that. Right, yeah. Um, now, yeah... Um, but everything else, the studio can definitely fuck up. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, yeah, I think Reeve was amazing as Riff Raff. Christina Milian was actually really good as Magenta. Really? Surprisingly. Okay. Now, it could have used more elbow sex. <laughs> they only did it once. Really? Only did it once, and I, that was disappointing
4: to me. I I feel like the sexuality of the entire show though was going to be toned down. It was way toned down. And yeah, I guess I I guess I was right.
3: Um the thing of it is like also Here's, here's my thing. Frankenfurter has to be played by a man. I, I agreed. Frankenfurter has to be a man. And the reason for that is it blunts Brad's sexual awakening if Frankenfurter is played by somebody who's transgender. Yes. Because we as society are supposed to view transgender people as their preferred gender.
4: And so you want it to be someone who is not clearly already a woman so if i know i know laverne was born not a woman mm -hmm. but she is clearly a woman now right so if we are beautiful one of that
2: absolutely (laughs) gosh damn
4: if we as
3: society you know and 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 that's what i'm saying
4: yeah yeah we
3: we, Laverne is a woman
4: and and so when you see it you you see her as a woman as a woman and that's that's the problem. You need it to look like Tim Curry.
3: It, you need it to look like a guy play, dressing up like a woman. How did Tim Curry do? Tim Curry was really fun as the criminologist. Did it
4: make you sad a little bit that that wheelchair is
3: real? A
4: little. Ugh. But he did do some singing. Oh, good. Well, I mean, from all accounts, uh, his voice and cognitive abilities are completely intact. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have full range of facial expressions or movement. Anymore. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And it did, yeah, that
3: did make me a little sad that the wheelchair was
4: real. Did you see the video of the, this was a while ago, that some lady interviewed him, and completely treated him like a child. What? Yeah. She was trying to interview him and like baby talking down to, not baby talking legitimately, but like definitely was, was acting like he was some fragile piece of thing. And his responses were quick-wit. <laughs> and because of the stroke, his facial expressions weren't really selling that they were witty. Uh-huh. Like, come back. So it was even more perfect. If you know <laughs> the Tim Curry tone. You right, know what he was course. really intending to say. Uh-huh. She was just saying that. Like, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> so he was just punking the shit out of her, in Oh other yeah. Words.
4: <laughs> Gosh, I love him. Tim- I love Tim him Curry's so much. The, yeah, he's the man. Uh-huh. I will fall back. <laughs> that's how i learned about tim curry when i was a kid by the way what wild thornberry really i was big into voice acting back then okay. i like to know who was voicing my cartoon characters
0: how did i and you?
4: then i learned that that was the same guy in clue mm, clue and then i didn't actually watch rocky horror until about six
3: years ago i watched rocky horror when i was 17 years old I cuz it was something my mom had always told me about like she it was like oh yeah there's this thing rocky horror me me and a boyfriend used to go to it like uh, when we were younger we used to he used to dress in drag and oh, man. we would go to it at, at like midnight showings and, and I'm like I want to see it and like and she's like no, no you can't see that <laughs> uh, she's like not until you're older so i finally turned 17 and I was allowed to see R-rated movies because we followed the rating system in our house for some gosh forsaken reason. Yeah, well. Um, So I wasn't allowed to see PG-13 movies until I was 13. Wasn't allowed to see R-rated movies until I was 17.
4: I don't so, think that's the worst of parenting. Either. Whatever. Yeah.
3: So uh, I turned 17, and I'm like, I want to see Rocky Horror, and she's like, really? And I said, yes! Yes,
4: you told me about
3: it. So I, I rented it, and I watched it, and she's like, we we watched it together, and she's like, "So so, what do you think?" I said, "It was amazing," and she's like, "Really?" And I said, "Yes, how could you not love that?" And she's like, "It it it, it it's awful, it's awful," and That's I'm like, awful. "I know." <laughs>
4: My, my, my mom's campy, uh, movie that was terrible that she got me into was, um, Army of Darkness. Oh, really? Not even Evil Dead 1 or 2. Army of, straight up, straight, straight into, into Army, Army of Darkness. Of Darkness. Wow. That is, that is one of my mom's favorite movies. And I also, uh, we watched Briscoe County Jr. when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. That's probably way over people's head, though. Mm hmm. Briscoe County Jr. was a, um, uh, a movie with. with it was a TV Bruce, show? Yeah, sorry. A TV show with Bruce Campbell. Uh huh. Yep. And he was, it was a cowboy. All Western. Yep. And it was. It was good. Dumb and, as shit. It was good and dumb and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so, yeah, and, and so going back to Mrs. Doubtfire, like.
4: <sighs> oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Tangents. So that's the the number one triggering movie that couldn't be made today. So really, the whole point of this list is not that these movies couldn't be made today. Because they all could be made today. And they are all, in some form or another, the kind of movie that are being made today still. It's just that they couldn't. The the point of this fucking list is it goes back to what I said last week with opinions. Mm -hmm. They couldn't be made without somebody saying something about it and these fucking people want to say or do whatever the fuck they want without getting called out for
4: it. You know what I'm a little surprised was not number one over Mrs. Doubtfire? What? White Chicks. Hmm. That, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it is a movie that can't be made today, but that seems more triggering to me than Mrs. Doubtfire in the same context of Mrs. Doubtfire. It's not just a dude that's dressed as a woman so that he could see his kids. It's about two black guys dressed as white women, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs>
3: now the the mistress tried to make the point about how how about medea and i'm like well the thing of it is medea the conceit with medea is not that she's it's that she's supposed to be a woman
4: yeah it is
3: it, the character is a woman exactly it's not that it's a guy dressing up as a yeah woman. so so yeah that's the, that's the whole thing with this bullshit Story the this bullshit list. It's it's not that they couldn't be made. It's that they couldn't be made without any without anybody saying anything. Yeah. And so these I mean, people just want to say and do whatever the fuck they want.
4: And and you're gonna get a lot of flack from people left and right on the internet. Half the time they probably don't even really care. Exactly. They just want to say something and look at me too. Exactly. And that. Uh, and it's like the locker room talk. You get people like, "Oh man, I never do locker room talk." That's bullshit. Uh huh. You just have people that want to make it look like I'm so cool and popular too. Uh huh. And and
3: the the other thing is, there is never as much
4: outcry against things as people make it seem. Yeah, that that that's something that you definitely enlightened me on. Cause there, I, I I still see it in in. I buy into it a lot of times. I'll see stuff online where people just blood with hate on something. and I'm like, I don't understand. Why are so many people? It's not so many people. We just perceive
3: it as so many people yeah. because we see 10,000 people are talking about this. But in the long run, 10,000 people I don't mean shit is not that many people. Yeah. There are 300 million people
4: in the United States. 10,000 people is a small town. If I could get 100,000 people to buy comic books when I start selling it, I can make money. Exactly. And If, if, if you
3: could get 10,000 people talking about your comic books.
4: 209 – I, I can't even think of the numbers. 300 million. So if <laughs> 299 million – 900,000 people don't buy my comic books in America, I can still make a profit. Exactly. That's a big percentage. Yeah. As
3: yeah, right now it's it's looking like 320 about 324 million people. Wow. So 10,000 people talking about something in the long run is fucking nothing. Yeah. So we make a more much more of a big deal about things and that's the thing. When we talk, when we make a big deal about it, it becomes much more of a thing.
4: And, and I, I definitely see confirmation bias a lot on online. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't even say confirmation bias because you cannot agree with the point. You just see it so much. You start to think, well, this is what I associate with. So clearly, if the majority of people believe this, and that's the way it is. And you right. look outside the window, you go, oh. Exactly. And
3: it, it, it kind of it, it happens more than more than just in that with opinions. Like people think, Oh, the pedophiles are everywhere now. Yeah. And it's just because they're just in this room right now. <laughs> Luckily we're more than five hundred feet away from a school. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um so I mean it's it's because of things like the twenty four hour news cycle. Yeah. And as much as i love it to catch a predator
4: we just hear about it more. yeah the 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 gun violence has gone down in america
3: exactly you hear people like trump saying violence is going up crimes are going up
4: no, no they're not they're actually going down we just hear about it more i, l- I love that the uh, republican meme for gun control Where it showed the good old days Mm. and the crime rates were so much higher. The good old days where we could leave our doors unlocked and the crime rates were high to now violence is, you know, everywhere. They used that, those same statistics, to argue against gun control. But now, (laughs) now they're using this fear tactic and the the Democrats, the liberals, are using that same meme against them. (laughs) The only problem is they're using it unironically and thinking that it's just something like, Oh look, we could point them wrong. No, they used this first on you guys, and now yep. you're using it back. Who's gonna actually own the point that violence is down? <laughs> I guess the libertarians are the only ones. hmm So
3: with that, let's uh let's go and uh make good on our uh our uh 4chan 4- shadowing.
4: 4chan shadow hey, that's trademark. Yeah.
3: So uh to our to our segment uh 4chan at arm's length. What do you think about that for a name?
4: I like it fortune at arm's length We're not going to talk too much shit about them because we don't want to be completely docked in d d o s
3: well no it's not it's not for that it's 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 just we don't you don't want to get too close to fortune you, you you want to keep him at arm's length you don't I don't want to get too close to that. Yeah, <laughs>
4: they're a train wreck that you just can't look away from. Right, you can't look away, but you, you don't want I'm to not get going too up close. to it. Yeah. There's probably a gas tank that's gonna explode. Yeah, point, yeah, like but. you
3: can smell the gas. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but you can't look away.
4: Um, the person driving that was a complete racist. You're like, I'm not gonna go save his life anyway. <laughs> I'm like rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> there's like an All Lives Matter
3: sticker on the yeah. front window. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I hope you make yeah. it out, but yeah. I'm not helping. I'm like, not helping <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, so, we got uh, four four things here in our our four chan segment this week. Four things from four oh, chan.
4: God, this is the most four chan we've had since I've joined the
3: show. <laughs> so this week, um, from start starting from last night, um, a, a a continuing saga on four chan has been. Uh, the Correct the Record saga.
4: CTR.
3: CTR. And for those of you not in the know, Correct the Record is a uh, a PAC, a political organization um in support of Hillary Clinton. Only has about 15 to 20 employees. That's right. It only has about 15 to 20 employees. You can go online on the on the uh Federal Election Commission and check that. Because legally they have to disclose all of their employees and um they uh, they have to disclose their names and information so what correct the record does is they go online onto places like reddit and and 4chan and and, and facebook and they make posts uh, they they make posts about hillary clinton correcting the record if people post incorrect, incorrect. things yes yeah. and um <clears throat> they've become the boogeyman this election cycle for 4chan and reddit Anytime anybody posts anything pro-Hillary, it's uh it's correct the record. It's doing CTR it. shills. CTR shills. Um so on the uh FEC website on the Federal Election Commission, one of the uh one of the employees' names uh Benjamin Fishbein. And uh yesterday on, on poll on uh, 4chan's politically correct board, one of the uh the largest cesspools on 4chan. Uh, if not the largest,
4: um, wow! When it surpassed B as the largest cesspool, oh, in 4chan. yeah!
3: Come on, they're the are they they're Holocaust deniers, and oh, I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just sad. <laughs> so, um, the, it posting just posting the name Benjamin Fishbein or Ben Fishbine um, got you a a 14 day ban on on poll, uh, yesterday um then uh as of today that's that's been shut off <laughs> yeah um yeah, i mean your ban was still there if you got banned yesterday but, but you as of today, today yeah. you don't get banned so conspiracies are flying everywhere of course as a as to why this happening oh god yeah whether hero got bought off by ctr or clearly like, clearly yeah he, clearly hero is a ctr shill cuz hillary's reaching all the way over to japan now yeah of course um, so I'm sure you know. we
4: could probably track that email too. <laughs>
3: Let's ask Russia.
4: Yeah. Ask Russia. <laughs> and I'm sure that will leak on 4chan soon. Yes.
3: At some point. Um, if it's, if it's real. Yeah. Unlike the, uh, the fake CTR memos Ugh. that have popped up. Oh man. So the, these, uh, memos have popped up purporting to be from correct the record but the the grammar and the writing yeah just the tone and word choices there there's Clearly no fucking way yeah it was a, it was an anon that was it was it was from fortune it was written by fortune yeah but what, what was that top line then? Do you have the picture? Oh, of? Uh, the Chans are dark and full of losers. Yeah,
4: yeah, the Chans are dark and full of lo- clearly. This is from an official memo. Yeah,
3: clearly this is this is an official memo from Correct the Record. Sure, we'll go with that. The, the, and if this CTR you know paper was 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 fake, how who knows how many other documents. Purporting oh, yeah. to be from CTR that they posted were were actually
4: exactly think.
3: so that's that's been going on this whole election cycle. It's
4: yeah, and and what's sad is the I mean even going back to last week with the email WikiLeaks mm-hmm. that that are coming from Russia because some are tainted we have to disregard all of them exactly. But some of the stuff that's in there CTR really is manipulating the internet if Hillary really is manipulating the media and. and her advisors are, are, you know, and that's what makes it fucked up, because
3: they're so fucking paranoid, and they're, they they want to ironically make their own bullshit and all this shit, because they're they're so paranoid, they're making fun of it. Yeah, they fucked themselves.
4: They have. They they they've made all of their evidence refutable. Uh huh. And it's it's as simple as that. If all of the emails but one. That were leaked from Russia to WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. If all of the memos from CTR but one were legit emails that got hacked, then that one ruins it for the rest. Because all of them. If that one was – and it's from the same source purportedly, then that source is corrupted. Exactly. So
3: that's a- – And I'm for – that's how journalism works. Yeah. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's how fucking journalism works.
4: But there's always a, there's always a saying that, that one can ruin it for the rest. Mm-hmm. So, um,
3: the final two things here, both are are related. Um, Trip Sevens have uh have uh have announced that uh have Ke- that Keck has abandoned poll and Trump will lose. Yes. A a a, a post with Trip Sevens has said that. Then later the same evening. Quint Sevens. sevens. Quint quintuple seven. Sevens said the final tally of the of the uh election would be Hillary three hundred and fifty-seven electoral votes, Donald hundred and
4: eighty, and the Keck Hate's poll. And that has to come true now. It's gotta come true. That's Quintuple Sevens. Which is unfortunate. There's no state that's fully Gary Johnson. <sighs> I mean, but Quent Seven—they don't lie. They don't lie. Check them. Check them, motherfuckers. How? Like
3: that's a once in a lifetime thing. Keck has spoken.
4: I didn't know who Keck was till today, by the way. And now he worships at his feet. I do. I do. <laughs> is pepe a um like the holy ghost then pepe is like the the son of Keck yes oh so he's like jesus yes exactly yeah and he will die and be reborn Pe-
3: pepe was like pepe was like crucified by the media
4: yeah yeah oh, man <laughs> <laughs> i want to write the book of Paul <laughs> now Who's the Judas? <laughs> Guarantee you Skrelly's gonna take over and then he's gonna be oh regarded as a Milo is the Judas. And and Shkreli is King Herod.
3: <laughs> Milo is the Judas.
4: Oh man. This is a good story. <laughs> Can't wait till next week to see what else is happening. <laughs> <laughs> We now have to refer to it as a, as the book of pole. <laughs>
3: this week in the book of pole. Wow, I
4: still like 4chan at arms for each. Fortune uh, at arm, arm's arm, length? Uh, 4chan at arm's length, but when talking about pole, it's the book of pole. <laughs> okay. Alright, alright. And then and then B is just kind of like the uh the the <laughs> dead sea scrolls. And this, and this week B still sucks. Yeah. That is <laughs> He's like we were we were the original version. <laughs> Trust us, we hate black people,
3: women, and we like to fuck kids too. (laughs) We fucked kids when they were still young. Oh
4: God, we're on some kind of list, I think. (laughs) Uh,
3: You know, I sent in to have whatever information they had on me sent to me, and they wouldn't send me anything. Really? Yeah,
4: isn't that like public information? Uh huh. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm worried. <laughs> hey man, I've I've passed a few background checks. I feel like I'm good. <laughs> um so with that I think uh we'll wrap it up for the
3: week. Yeah. And uh we'll be back here next week. Hopefully next week um We might have a John. We might have John with us. And uh if, if John not, f- fuck him. If not, Fuck him. We'll uh, we'll talk about South Park and Westworld without him. Yes, Westworld. Ah, it's so fucking good. So good. Um, because we've waited
4: long enough. Yeah, and and you'll be caught up by then. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, we'll be now back. I've surpassed you. Your well, homework was for me to catch up. Which, granted, I caught up to where you you asked me to catch up to. Yeah, but then yeah. last night I surpassed you.
3: Yeah, well, if you had come over yesterday.
4: I would have been caught up. Yeah. Well, sorry, dinner with grandma. Yeah, exactly. So, there we go.
3: Um, <laughs> so, so, we'll be back here next week with another all new episode. Yeah, have a great week. Yeah, thank you for listening, all five of you. All five of you, we love you.
4: <laughs> Even Leave ones some who comments. Hate me. Leave some comments this time. Yeah,
3: comment. Tell us how much you hate us. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Tell us how much of faggots we are. <laughs> That's my favorite internet comment, by the way. one v one us. Oh, God. (laughs) Turns me on.
3: (laughs) Give us something to jerk off (laughs) to. All right, so um, find us online, facebook.com slash untitlednonsense, twitter.com slash un underscore podcast, soundcloud.com slash macabre dash prods, youtube.com slash user slash macabre prods.
4: And, uh, at Tycho Radzinski, which I don't really post anything
3: yet. There you go. And hopefully next week you'll have a big announcement.
4: Well, I don't think it's going to be huge. I think everybody already knows who the fuck I am. Just more of a confirmation and and I'll start posting stuff uh, on my personal accounts to advertise this this podcast. There you go.
3: You can uh, leave us a message at the Nonsense line if you feel like it, if you don't want to comment. Does anybody actually do that? No, I've yeah. never gotten a call, but call it's it. there. <laughs> You're such a fucking dork. You're on the show, asshole. <laughs> I know. I'll call it. 603-267-0521. That's 603-267-0521. All right, thanks, guys. We'll, we'll be back here next week. Later.